Hi everyone, I'm your host, Bella Page, and after suffering from post-concussion syndrome for years, it was time to do something about it. So welcome to the Post-Concussion Podcast, where we dig deep into life when it doesn't go back to normal. Be sure to share the podcast and join our support network, Concussion Connect. Let's make this invisible injury become visible. The Post-Concussion Podcast is strictly an information podcast about concussions and post-concussion syndrome. It does not provide nor substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are simply intended to spark discussion about concussions and post-concussion syndrome. Do you feel constantly overwhelmed by your concussion symptoms and life changes? This is where Wombat, W-O-M-B-A-T, can help you. A new breathwork and somatic therapy app powered by neuroscience. Let's slow down those racing thoughts and give ourselves the ability to breathe. Wombat is designed with an understanding of the impact of trauma on individuals, ensuring a safe and supportive environment for users dealing with stress, anxiety, or post-traumatic experiences. Go to their website today at hellowombat.com. Welcome to episode number 111 or 111 on the Post-Concussion Podcast with myself, just Bella Page, today. And You know, I haven't done a solo episode in a little while, and I usually do these when things in like kind of when things like cross my mind. And this episode is on when things turn chronic. I really wanted to talk about this even just for a short minute today and get it out there because it's something that's really missed in the concussion world. And oh, don't get me started on how much all of this. This entire podcast of over a hundred episodes has been missed in a lot of the concussion world, but we talk about recovery a lot. And I don't want this episode to be something that takes away your hope. I don't want it to be something that stops you from your therapy. I don't want it to be something that kind of crushes you (laughs) in a way. But The reality of this episode is that we talk about recovery a lot. We talk about hope. We have specialists on here talking about what's helped and what they do for their patients. And we talk about survivors and what they've tried and what works and what doesn't work for them. And you know what? All these things are really important. And it's really important to try so many things. The biggest thing about this is. You will never stop finding new things to try. I know it might feel like that. I definitely felt like that. Even had doctors that told me that there was nothing left, but there is always something. And that is actually something I do, I can help you with. If you ever have a hard time finding specialists in your area and all that, we do have one on one coaching on our website. You can sign up. Super simple. Book a time that works for you and I will help you find those people for you. I will help you find, you know, the next recovery step for you because, you know, when you're navigating it by yourself or with people that haven't been through it, it's really tough. So 
if you take it from my perspective as someone who's done this for a very long time, has tried most of these therapies herself, has talked to the experts, I can really help you get to the right medical professionals. So, you know, go to the website. If you go under more, you can find one-on-one coaching with me and I can definitely help you with that. Now, if we go back to the chronic part, we talk about recovery and how you can recover and lots of people I do believe recover and I believe recovery is something that everybody deals with in a different way. I've had guests recover to the point where they don't have any symptoms and I've had guests recover to the point where they are recovered but they're still dealing with symptoms. And so something I want to talk about because if you've been on Concussion Connect then you know I was at Mayo and you know I've been there quite a few times since then and I've spent a lot of time with a lot of specialists and what can happen after a concussion and you know don't quote me because the research on this is something that is very new it's really developing you know you hear about CTE and CTE is real CTE is terrifying if you ask me you know what it is scary and that's okay that we're scared of things but there's also another path that can happen after a concussion and the stress of a concussion. And I know we don't say it's just stress, but stress on your body is something that can cause illnesses. And there is a lot of research articles that back me up on that one. So the other path is chronic illness. And chronic illnesses are things that don't go away. People don't understand what chronically means. So chronic illness is something that, you know, post-concussion syndrome or persistent concussion symptoms has an end date. It's usually just an unknown end date where chronic illnesses, that end date is gone. There is no end date. There is no therapies because this is it. This is what you're dealing with. And then there's just ways on managing that. A lot of time that's an aerobic exercise, lifestyle, all these things. I am working on building a course that kind of goes with a lot of these things because it not only helps post-concussion syndrome survivors and brain injury survivors, it also helps the people that hit the next part, which is the chronic illness part. And I don't know what percentage of people this is. It could be 1%, could be higher, could be 10. I don't know. I don't have the answer for that, but I do know it's enough people that have noticed that it's not just me. I have been diagnosed with four chronic illnesses, and they are a result of my concussions and my stress, as we like to call it in an easier way, of the first few years. And I don't like to blame stress, but if you think of the state that your body might have been in, if you were like me where you couldn't get out of bed, you couldn't get up and down the stairs, you could barely breathe most days, your head was in such severe pain, you're very depressed. That's a lot on your body to go through every day, especially if it's for years. So, you know, there is sometimes an aftermath to that. And I have these chronic illnesses. One of the common ones a lot of people hear about is POTS. And POTS is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. We do have a course on Concussion Connect about this, on kind of living with it. And it's something that can really range from people who faint and can barely exercise to people that you know, when they stand up, they get really dizzy, you know, they have a hard time in the heat. You know, it's not always that extreme. It really depends on who you are. And that's another thing about chronic illness is it goes a lot with the concussion stuff is it's 
sometimes all over the place. The biggest reason I wanted to have this mini episode this week is because I know there's other people out there that are really questioning if they have PCS anymore. I know there are people who are out there questioning that they just don't get why they still have symptoms. And you know what? I was one of those people for about three years. Cognitive FX is a research-driven clinic that has successfully treated thousands of patients who have long-lasting symptoms from concussions or other brain-related injuries. Cognitive FX has an innovative approach to recovery that uses an advanced fMRI scan to map the function in your brain. Treatment at Cognitive FX takes five days to complete and uses your fMRI scan as a guide and baseline to ensure that your treatment is personalized and effective. This means that you won't need to schedule and keep track of multiple specialists, locations, dates, times, or therapies because it will all be prepared for you when you arrive. Once you've completed their treatment, you receive a personalized at-home plan to continue your recovery and gain access to their online patient portal that has instructional videos and resources for your continued recovery. Conveniently, Cognitive FX also offers free consultations so both you and the doctors can ensure that treatment is a good choice for you and your injury. Visit their website at CognitiveFXUSA.com. Don't delay your recovery any longer. Find solutions at CognitiveFX today. Welcome back to the post-concussion podcast with myself, Belle Page. So forever on the show, I've been saying I've had PCS for over nine years. And then after Mayo, that swapped, if you really paid attention, to seven years. I had it for about seven years. And that's because that's after Mayo, I realized when it switched, when it wasn't really PCS anymore, and it was more the chronic illness stuff that started to flare up. And it's flared up more and more the last few years. But now I have help. Now I have doctors. But that's because we were able to name the illnesses. And naming chronic illnesses is something why I really wanted to talk about this because it can change your life. And I'm saying that and because a lot of the time we deal with things every day and we just shrug them off. And, you know, it's not always normal. And I'm going to list about 15 things, maybe not 15, but I'm going to list some of the symptoms that I had before I went to Mayo that I thought that everybody dealt with. Or, sorry, not everybody dealt with, that I thought were just like, from the head injuries, that they were just things that I dealt with, that there was really nothing to do about them, and that they were just there. Okay, first one, always cold. I was always so cold that I would shiver in plus 15, which is, or 59, 60 degrees Fahrenheit, depending on, you know, what part of the world you live in. My teeth were starting to fall apart, and my dentist was working on it and accused me of being bulimic, which I am not. So that was a stressful moment in life. My chest felt like I was drowning every single time I exercised. Even just going for a hike, I would have to lay down sometimes or sit down because I felt like I was being crushed. I would get really nauseous during certain cardio, like I would just felt like I was going to pass out, but I wouldn't hit the point of passing out. My stomach was super upset all the time. It would always rotate between being like rock solid and bloated to okay. And it was just awful. I had a lot of trouble with eating. Food sometimes was stuck in my throat. I needed water to eat. I could not eat like a piece of toast, bread, and apple without drinking water to get it down. 
my eyes were so dry that I couldn't wear contacts anymore and it was creating a ton of headaches. They were in tons of pain all the time. If I wore contacts for about an hour or two, I would have to take them out. I would have stars and halos in my vision a lot of the time when exercising. I had a lot of chronic fatigue some days, but it would go away and at other times night terrors would get really bad. I once went into a sauna and when I came out, my face couldn't get touched because my skin was so sensitive. I hands went purple just trying to lift bags into a truck and the cold caused a lot of pain in my whole body. And, you know, that's just a few of the ones that I can even list that I can think about right now. And, you know, some of those are very obvious, but when you've been sick since you were 15, they don't seem that bad. And I think that was part of the problem is I was throwing all of these health symptoms into a bucket of concussion. And sometimes you have to get rid of that bucket and realize that it could be something else. And my sister, who's a nurse, basically ripped me apart for having all these symptoms and not mentioning it to anybody because a lot of them I was self-managing. The stomach symptoms I was self-managing with different diets, eating things. And it's not that what I was doing was the wrong treatment, but sometimes there's more that you can do. So the swallowing, the eyes, and all those types of symptoms go with something called Sjogren's, which is an autoimmune condition that I have got once I got proper help with my eyes, rather than just going to my eye doctor about having trouble with my contacts, so many of my headaches have disappeared that I knew were from my eyes. So it's just sometimes these little things can really help. Like when I used to get out of bed, I would just look drunk, as, as my girlfriends would explain it on a weekend, is that I looked like I was drunk when I walked down the hall. But I didn't realize that that's not normal. And I knew it wasn't normal, but I didn't realize that it was something that I could fix because it was just something that I knew if I got up slowly, then I could deal with it. But now I have a ton of solutions to prevent that. Now I don't feel like that anymore at all in the morning anymore. So it's just a reminder that sometimes things aren't your concussion. Sometimes things are a continuance of your concussion. And sometimes we just have to keep being our own advocates. And that part's really, really hard. And I know going through all this is really hard. I had seen tons of doctors while going through all this, but none of them talked to each other. So they didn't connect a lot of the dots. Like I saw my eye doctor. I saw my dentist. I saw my family doctor for breathing and allergy medication and things like that. I was seeing many different specialists, but we didn't put it together that all these symptoms could be specific chronic illnesses. And now that I have names for them, there's treatments, well, managing treatments, there's, you know, things that you can do to make them better. And so that's really why I want to talk about this today, because I know I'm not the only one. I know I see people always commenting tons of lists of symptoms, and don't get me wrong, Brain injuries and concussions put your whole body out of whack, but sometimes it's something else. And sometimes you're the unlucky one. I don't really have another answer for it, and I don't believe things happen for a reason. Sometimes you're the unlucky one that deals with the chronic illness, and I'm telling you that you can live with it. It just might be really hard sometimes. Dealing with chronic illness has a very different mental state than dealing with PCS, and that's because you get to the point where you know it's not going away. 
Where with PCS, there is hope. There is recovery. Tons of people recover. Tons of people get better. There's so many things out there. Concussion research is just growing and growing. But if you hit the chronic illness stage, whether I'm only talking to one person right now that's listening to the show that's in the same boat, that's all that matters. But chronic illness is the point where you have to accept that it's not going to change. And I think that's a really hard thing to get through. It took me a lot of time. There's still moments where I'm like, oh, this isn't going away. Like I get that comment, oh, you're so strong. And it's like, I'm not really strong. I don't really have an option. Like there is no way around this. This is what who I am. This is what I'm dealing with. So I just want to put it out there that if you are going through this, please reach out. Please check out Concussion Connect, even the chronic illness survivors, because a lot of it relates. Talking to others who get it makes a difference. And I'm telling you it does because it's made a big difference for me. And you know, there's tons of other places you can go, but Concussion Connect is really tailored for survivors. It's not overly symptomatic. It's really designed for, you know, there's a lot of excitement on it every day. You can go in, there's something, there's memes that relate to brain injuries and concussions. There's tips on Tuesdays, which really can help you. Wednesdays, there's news. Thursday, there's the podcast. Friday, there's a help series. And there's even more that comes out every month. As a survivor, I want to help a lot of survivors. And I also want to help the people that hit the part like me, you know, the chronic illness part. And when things turn chronic, your brain has to change. You have to learn how to manage these symptoms without the idea that they're going to slow down. And don't get me wrong, things flare up, things flare down, but it's not going away. So it's a very different mental state. It's definitely something that takes time, but it's definitely something I can help you with. So please reach out because I'm going through it and I know it can get really tough. And I'm not going to say it's this wonderful thing to deal with because it's definitely not. PCS isn't wonderful to deal with. And so, you know, if you're dealing with a ton of symptoms, reach out to your doctors, explain them together, get someone to listen to you. Maybe they connect, just like on Concussion Connect. It's very important. And, you know, I just want to leave with everyone today that this isn't a reason to not have hope that you won't get better. It's just to help those who aren't feel like they're not the only one because you're not. Need more than just this podcast? Be sure to check out our website, postconcussioninc.com to see how we can help you in your post-concussion life. From a support network to one-on-one coaching, I believe life can get better because I've lived through it. Make sure you take it one day at a time.